Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, your daily source for space, science, and tech news. Now, did you know that there's an Israeli moon lander that had just inserted itself into lunar orbit today? And next week, that lander will attempt to touch down on the surface of the moon. And if this landing is successful, it'll be the first ever private vehicle to land on the moon. The spacecraft, known as Bereshit, is built and operated by the Israeli nonprofit Space.io. And on February 21st, Bereshit launched to space on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. And it deployed the lander in an orbit around the Earth. And since then, the spacecraft has been igniting its engines and getting itself ready to insert itself into the orbit of the moon. And since its launch, it's traveled more than 3.4 million miles through space. And it's gone around uh, about 12 orbits. It's also taken pictures of the Earth. And now that it's in the moon orbit, it'll be around 310 to 6,200 miles above the lunar surface. And Bereshit won't be in orbit for very long. It's just gonna be there for about a week. It's gonna ignite its engines a few more times to um, maintain that orbit and get itself into the descending orbit, which will be 124 miles above the lunar surface. And on April 11th, this lander from Space.io will begin its ignition to take itself out of moon's orbit and land on the surface. This maneuver today was super important. If they didn't get this right, they would have, well, possibly overshot the moon. They would have missed the moon's orbit, and they may have even left the Earth-Moon system altogether. And that would have ended the mission. That would have been it. And there's no way to get this vehicle back at that point. It would have just been gone, lost in space forever. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this mission is a success so far because it's the first private lander that's tried this you know, and it has gotten this far. So if Space Cell pulls this off, then it'll be the first ever record-breaking, groundbreaking, brand new thing that's happening in about a week. So stay tuned, that's gonna be awesome. So on the 11th, that's gonna happen. And I'll make sure that you guys know all about that because it's pretty important and I wanna make 
an effort to uh, let you guys know as soon as it happens i'm gonna try to post an episode of the podcast as soon as it happens so stay tuned on the 11th for something groundbreaking but another cool thing about this lander is that it's breaking history right now right? because the only three uh, countries that have gotten into lunar orbit are the u.s russia and china and they've successfully landed vehicles intact on the moon as well so it's you know, it's pretty amazing that a private company has done this and they've had an overall budget of about 90 million dollars but two million of that came from the israeli government and the rest came from private investors who believed in this project and all of this came from the x prize foundation the lunar x prize foundation so google had this thing a while ago that they they gave up on and uh, it was they were going to give some money to a private you know a private person or a, a group of people a corporation or whatever that could land something a lunar rover or a lunar lander on the moon's surface well that's defunct that's gone the x prize foundation though has stepped up to the plate and they said they would give the israeli nonprofit a one million dollar award if they pulled this off so if it touches down on the surface of the moon in one piece doesn't break up doesn't blow up doesn't crash well it's a million dollars towards this nonprofit, which means they can do more research and they can land more things on the moon and when it gets to the moon when it finally does touch down well it's going to be taking photos and it's also going to take its selfie so it's going to take a selfie of itself and it's going to send that data back to Earth so we can all rejoice and all enjoy this amazing spectacle that's going to happen. But it has science involved, too. It's not just a glamorous thing going on. It has an instrument that will measure the magnetic field in the area of the landing site. And its target touchdown site is in a spot known as the Sea of Serenity, which is supposed to have magnetic anomalies, according to Space IL. And it's not going to keep all that data for itself. It's going to share the magnetic information with NASA. And what NASA did in return, they said, hey, thanks for the data. Um, we're going to give you a mirror. So they have a special laser reflector that they put on their sheet. And it made it easier for Space IL to detect the vehicle when it's in space. And NASA also plans to help Space IL communicate with the ship. And it will confirm its presence on the moon after landing using NASA's own Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter. And there's also a special, very, very cool thing on this lander. It's sort of, um, let's say, a time capsule of our, of our era here. Uh, there's a mini disc. It's from the Arch Foundation. It's the Lunar Library on the lander. And it's made of nickel. Uh, there's tiny nickel discs that have thousands and thousands of pages of texts and images. And the Arch Foundation decided to include numerous pages from Wikipedia, as well as PDFs from books. So knowledge is being spread to the lunar surface, and this should have an impact on future missions. We come in peace. That's one of our that's one of our statements, right? When we go to another planet, when we go to another body in the cosmos, we come in peace and we come to share our information. So if somebody does find this sometime, this will be there for billions of years because it's made out of nickel. Nickel doesn't erode in space. It doesn't erode on um, 
you know, because on the lunar surface, because it can stand up to radiation from the sun because there's a lot more radiation on the moon than there is here on Earth because there's no atmosphere really to protect it as much as it's protected down here on Earth. So all of that information that's up there, millions of things will be protected for billions of years long after the human race on Earth is totally gone and forgotten. So it's kind of, you know, when, when the first humans started writing, that's when history began. That's when we could tell stories throughout the eons. And with this arch foundation uh, set of tiny nickel disks, well, that will continue on the moon. So on the 11th, make sure to tune in. I'm going to have as much information as I possibly can about the landing, and I'll keep you in the know. But until then, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who's contributed to the Patreon, patreon.com slash space news podcast. With your generous support, I'm able to afford upgrades to the studio. I have some sound dampening stuff that I just bought, and I, uh, some more is coming in tomorrow. So it's going straight back into the podcast. So thank you so much. Also, thank you to our advertisers. Thank you to everyone who just listens. Like, you're amazing. Thank you. It really does make a difference. And also, if I can ask a favor, could you please go to um, iTunes and rate and review the podcast? If you liked it, make sure to write it down. That's super important to get really positive reviews. So thank you so much for all of your effort there, guys. And um, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.